So welcome, it's me Gina again with the third episode of my podcast where I go to people who I think are interesting and just talk to them. Today with me is Rainbow. Hi Rainbow. Hello. So why don't you introduce yourself just a bit? Uh, well, my name is Rainbow. It's a long story about that name. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll... we have time, so you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live here in uh, Warburg, and I work at uh, System Bloget. That's the off-license, the liquor store, and have been doing that for most of my adult life. Mm. And uh, apart from that, I have different interests in music and acting and juggling and circus. Nice, nice. So you are from Warburg, or uh, have you? Always lived in Warburg, or have you? Uh, because I'm from Germany, yeah. <laughs> so I assume everybody else is from somewhere else, also. So. <laughs> no, actually, I was born in uh, outside of Warburg, uh, uh, and spent my first twelve years in a place called Tongaberg. It's six kilometers outside of town. So yeah, basically, in or around Warburg, my entire life. Okay, cool, cool. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so you. you Said your juggling and clowning and stuff like this as your uh, like hobby, I guess. Yeah, my main. Or is hobby. it more like a more than a hobby? Well, it's a, a main hobby, but uh, of course, it has turned into uh, kind of a a job as well because I do go out and do sh uh, public shows and stuff like that. So it's 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 not uh, work, but it's not just a hobby as well. I see. So are you making money sometimes, or is it mostly uh, uh, just zero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I do make uh, some money. Uh, okay. Not enough to live on. I, I yeah. think if I wouldn't have a system bucket as my main work, I could have made a living out of uh, oh, doing this. But uh, I think I, I find it much better that to have a main work where you have a salary, you know what you get each month. Yeah. yeah. And then just take the gigs that you want. That sounds interesting. Uh, oh, that is true. Yeah. So when when did you start with this uh, stuff? I think about twelve years ago. Okay. About to thirteen years ago, um, I was doing some other culture stuff in Warburg, and uh, yeah, this is a small town. Uh, all, all people that works with culture know each yeah, other. Yeah. So, and a Fiat Group came and asked me if, uh, hey, we need a fire breather for a show <laughs> okay. on, a, uh, on the fortress. Oh, Would you be interested to learn fire breathing? And I said, yeah, sure. So <laughs> why did they come to you? Huh? Why did they come to you? Just basically because, yeah, as I said, cultural people yeah. knew each other. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I showed some kind of interest in, ah. in it uh, and stuff like that. And yeah, so I, started, I learned fire breathing and did a f uh, my first show ever, which was horrifying because I suffer from terrible stage fright. Oh, didn't really think that one through because uh, when I did other culture stuff, I okay. was always in the background. I was organizing, I was mixing, I was uh, I uh, arranging, I was producing, I was doing everything but being on stage. But um, <laughs> uh, so there so, I was. So what the fire breathing? Uh, what is called fire breathing? Fire, fire breathing. Yeah. Okay, so that was your first uh, on stage uh, thingy. Yeah, more or less. Uh, of course i've been up on stage maybe just uh, saying a few words uh always been hugely terrified okay and throughout the first years we were doing this uh 
I mean, I mean, days before we got on stage, I stopped uh, sleeping. I oh, was shaking. I was Jesus. I was <laughs> so nervous, and I still am. But uh, today, I've learned that I've got the skills to pull it through. And the reward yeah. afterwards, when you're feeling so great, is is worth the yeah, nervousness, I know, I know the, the, the pain, feeling, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the feeling. I, I, yeah, I've seen Good. it before a live show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I I have a band. Yeah, my listeners didn't don't, I guess don't don't know about that. I have a band, a metal band, and we play really seldom. But when we play, especially here in in our hometown Varberg, then a lot of people come, and it's almost always quite full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, when you when you play, or as I do, uh, juggle or do something in your hometown. Uh, you're always more nervous. Yeah, because, that's uh, true. Yeah. If I am in Trollhättan and I perform in front of a thousand people, I know if I... Can you swear here? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if <You> I should. <laughs> <laughs> if I fuck up, I could just get in the car and leave. But yeah. in Warburg, you know, it's, it's going to stick with me for, yeah, forever. Yeah, will tell you about it again and again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm much more nervous performing in front of 50 people in Warburg than a few hundred in Trollhättan or Kungsbacka or yeah. where, wherever we go. Absolutely. So that's the one uh, topic we have today, like your juggling and clown career. But there will be uh, later on, we will talk about, I don't even know how to say it in English. What What is it called in English? Osatru. Uh, we okay. have to use that word. Uh, you, some people call it heathen, uh, heathen beliefs, or but uh, actually the Icelandic word, uh, Old Norse word, Osatru, is most commonly used these days okay okay so just just to tease the listeners a bit so what what is it about just a short description uh well it's it's it has nothing basically very little to do about fighting and going to valhalla it's more of a nature <laughs> religion you know okay. uh that uh yeah so it's for, a religion it's a religion where uh, you uh, salute nature more or less and the forces of nature and energy um yeah i see i see so is it basically your religion or is it something you're just interested in or no it's become my religion i've um i've uh, what do you say uh, abandoned the swedish church and i've uh, applied for a membership uh, for uh oh i don't know the english word for it but for yeah for a community for okay, yeah. yeah a, a sanctioned uh, uh community for uh, also true believers Okay, cool. But more about that later. Yeah. So let's go back to the to the clowns. So I act like I guess everybody knows what a clown is, but what what do you do as a clown? Uh, well, there are so many different kinds of clowns, and uh, there's actually no, no right way. I guess mm -hmm. most, I mean, the most common clown is the American Ronald McDonald, overly made up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Funny guy, and me personally, I don't really like that clown character. Okay. Uh, uh, so, I mean, there are definitely different kinds of brands of clowns. There are clowns that do more mimicry stuff like that, and they are the ones that do a lot of juggling, and of course, a lot of like doing what I used to call uh, a Chaplin clown. You know, very physical comedy. I see. I see. So Charlie Chaplin, he was a clown, or? Yeah, well, well, he started off in, as a carnival man, and I mean, he did pick up a lot of his acts and stunts and like that came from the uh, the carnies. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. so for me, basically, actually, he is one of my biggest inspirations uh, when it comes to clown clowns, uh, because he's he's like more like an 
real actor, <laughs> isn't he? I don't know, but yeah, but yeah, but uh, but he, he was based in the Carnes. Yeah. Okay, I see. But when he he recorded the movies and stuff, so what we see in the movies is is that cl- the Charlie Chaplin clown, or is it the actor, or what is it? I, I think it's a. Uh, Yeah, both. I mean, because uh, he does a lot of slapstick humor yeah. and stuff like this. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I think it's definitely both. And I, and many of the clowns you see uh, being a street artist and stuff like that, they are in, uh, in essentially actors as well. Yeah, because they are portraying a character. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. So, so can you be a clown in the theater also? I guess that. Yeah, of course. I mean, we have actually in Warburg. Uh, well, they don't live in Warburg anymore, but uh, they are also people I look up to very much for inspiration. Uh, one, two, three, stunk. Okay. Which are ma- making a comedia clown uh, version of plays. They've done Hamlet and. Uh, oh, uh, but with slapstick or what? <laughs> yeah, v- v- very much slapstick, uh, comedia, improvisation. Ah, I uh, see. And dressed as clowns. Uh, so with the uh, with the makeup and everything. With makeup and uh, nose and. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> if, if if you got the chance. Oh, I'm doing a bit of a plugging here for my. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. For my if you have the chance to watch a one, two, three stunk, um, please do because they're really funny. Just don't sit in the front row if you don't want any attention. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, but what about those bad clowns who people are afraid of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's kind of funny. Uh, a lot of people say they're afraid of clowns, but uh, I don't know why. But do you know what what do they say? I, th- I think it's a thing. Okay, I mean it's uh, it's uh, it's it's something that but uh, it can't be just a thing because even children, like small children, who haven't been like uh, influenced by the media. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's more about uh, for a child when you don't really know that much about uh, the surroundings around you and how things work okay. to see a person that is more or less half covered with something in this case makeup yeah. uh, and of course it can be a very scary and traumatizing thing and that's one of those things when we as clowns approach approach children uh, if if we noticed that they are a little bit wary or a little bit scared mm-hmm. we we try to approach them uh, very carefully and almost acting scared ourselves and uh, yeah within yeah a, f- a few minutes you often most often win them over and if you don't then just go away don't force yeah, yeah. feed the clown <laughs> 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 i see uh, so tell us about uh, the history of clowning Did, Oh, <laughs> like where did it? When I guess it started thousands of years ago, but uh, not in this particular way. Like we actually, have I didn't expect this question. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. But but I guess I mean jesters and you know uh, stuff like that has been around as you said for ages. If you look at the hieroglyphs on the pyramids, uh, oh, they are okay. depictions of people juggling. Okay. Uh, so, I, but I guess this kind of clowning we use today i think was came about in the 1700s or something like that okay. but uh, actually i'm not sure at all <laughs> <laughs> we can read it online i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but about the juggling how did you learn it uh and when and how why <laughs> uh, when i um When I got this ch- chance to do the fire breathing, I went down to the music theater in Warburg, uh, which sadly doesn't exist anymore. Okay. 
to learn uh, fire breathing and uh, uh, all this stuff. And they were also teaching juggling. And I kind of just picked up uh, and uh, started to learn it. And I liked that much more than doing the fire thing. So yeah. I just stuck with it. And uh, I guess How? I had a bit of a natural child. I was, uh, uh, nice. <laughs> I was uh, over 30 when I started. Oh, that's so, great. So <laughs> it was very late. So, uh, and, uh, But still it worked. Yeah. Well, out good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a meditative thing to juggle. So, of course... Uh, Uh, for example, I've noticed that uh, when I'm dating or uh, seeing somebody, I tend not to juggle that much. But when I've broken up and, and, and <laughs> I am heartbroken, <laughs> I need to to uh, think of other things. I mo my, mostly often do my big leaps of improvement because uh -huh. because when you're juggling, you just have to concentrate on the pattern, and it's uh, yeah. all, all it, it's all mathematical. So you know you can always. Uh, uh, So how is the, can you explain that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that I can give it a try. Uh, but you know the regular juggling. Mm -hmm. You always uh, when we have three balls crossing, yeah. one of these uh, throws is called a three. Okay. So if you throw these balls three times, one, two, three. Okay. If you add these numbers, it becomes nine. You throw three plus three plus three. Okay. And since you've thrown them three times, you divide it by the number of throws, and mm -hmm. then you can see that. This is possible, and you'll be doing it with three balls. Ah, okay. And uh, you can then also calculate that uh, the four-ball juggling pattern uh, is called a four. Mm -hmm. Then you realize that you can throw a four and a three at the same time, because they will land at the same time. If you question four-three, they will both land in your right hand at the same time. Okay. So you can always calculate, is this trick possible? Can you throw it like this? And I guess that's what, why it was a bit easy for me to pick this up because i love maths okay. so I, i didn't have to spend any unnecessary time trying tricks that weren't <laughs> uh, that were impossible to do from the start i could just you know write it down can i throw this yes i can interesting cool cool <laughs> so 30 years old hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's still How old are you? Anyway? I am 37. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you late. look younger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so where do you do this juggling stuff? I mean, the question is more like, so when you do your, uh, your um, act, yeah. so basically, is it uh, in a theater or is it outside somewhere or at parties or how does it work? Yeah, <laughs> you got all three right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, we've done theater shows and we've also done, you know, weddings. Then it's, of course, fire. Uh, yeah, uh, big events like when Ringhouse had its, I would think it was 25th birthday. Uh, it was one of my few gigs, uh, actually, f f first gigs, actually, with my stage fright. Was, I, I, was, I was dying, 1,500 people, and Ingvar Olsberg, I was... Man, what have I done? Who is in He says, uh, famous Swedish uh, TV host. Oh. He currently hosts Bingo Lotto, I think. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, it worked out well? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, the power plant's still there, so. <laughs> um, yeah, Ringhals is a is a atomic power plant here yeah. in your Valbeck. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so, and we'd also do my favorite weekend of the year. Uh, is Jutteborsvarvet, uh, where we have access to the entire area for three days, uh, the handicap run, um, the regular run, and the children's run. 
And it's a marathon or a half marathon. Half a marathon. The yeah. world's biggest half marathon, actually. Oh, cool. And then so we are you, there. What do you do there? Run? <laughs> uh, no, I, we, you can run for an organization called Clowns Without Borders. Okay. And uh, we are there to, uh, well, yeah, give our runners uh, an energy. And we are there to raise money, of course, for mm-hmm. what uh, cl- uh, yeah, Clowns Without Borders do. Okay. Um, yeah all over the world and so we just uh, you know attend warm-ups uh, we run with the handicaps kids and help them and they are so fantastic because they give you so much love that's yeah. and yeah help the kids and yeah just clowning around it basically i just walk around three days act and act like a kid <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> and in St. gothenburg is it once a year or something yeah yeah okay. and my favorite weekend of all year actually i, I love it better than midsummer or uh, oh. uh, christmas i yeah. the, the feeling of being you know 20 30 40 clowns and uh, volunteer workers and uh, during nighttime we go out and eat and nice. have a couple of beers no more than a couple because yeah. the clown can't smell like gasoline the day after um, <laughs> that is that, true <laughs> so, and we often are so tired because these yeah. are eight days uh, eight hour days yeah. so uh, we have a beer or two yeah. uh, and then yeah just laugh talk how many are you there Huh? How many people are you there? So like, uh, we 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 vary from uh, we've been wear baba <laughs> varied uh, from twenty people to upwards forty uh, because there are also oh, yeah. uh, volunteers that inform people around yeah. uh, the area about clowns without borders and stuff like that. And those people are from like Gothenburg area or where are they from? Uh, mostly of them are based in Stockholm. Uh, there are some people from Gothenburg. There's me and my friend Morten from Warburg and mm-hmm. uh, we have a, f- a couple of uh, fantastic uh, young girls. I, uh, well, they're close to the 30s now, but mm-hmm. for me they're still young. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, from Malmö <laughs> and uh, yeah. So it's It's fantastic. One year we had, uh, see if I get this name right now, Gesenja Acrobats from Congo. Okay. Uh, accompanying us, and that was really cool. What do they do? Well, they did, uh, uh, yeah, they were just uh, acrobating around. <laughs> okay, okay, like uh, like in the circus or? Yeah, yeah, they are, they are uh, if I remember correctly, uh, they're a group that helps uh, kids with problems in Congo. Okay. By uh, learn, yeah teaching them uh, acrobatics and stuff like that yeah just giving See. giving them something to do yeah and they are they are working with uh, clowns without borders so we had up had them up at Gothenburg Run one year. you talked a bit now about clowns of without borders perhaps you could just describe like a bit what what that's an organization which is like worldwide yeah it's an international organization uh was started in 1993 by and i got a note here because i'm so bad at names <laughs> tortel patrona and i'm sorry about that uh, pronunciation if i got it wrong uh he in 1993 were asked uh, in uh he was working at a kid's home i think in barcelona okay. and the kids wanted him to go to croatia uh, to uh, entertain the um, re- refugee children there, so he went there and did that, and it was uh, a smash hit. And then he basically started what was gone, uh, going to be Clowns Without Borders, called Payasas Sin Fronteras. Huh? <laughs> My Spanish is so so. So, so what they what they do basically is go to refugee camps or something, yeah, and entertain, yeah, refugee camps. Uh, Uh, houses in uh, in Asia where uh, yeah that that hosts uh, girls that has been liberated uh, from uh, bordellos okay. and stuff like that yeah. and uh, 
uh, yeah, try to uh, evoke a sense of hope for the future with laughter. I mean, okay. so much starts with laughter. If you can laugh, then you have hope. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. And I remember in Sweden, this organization was started by a guy called Nalle Lanela. Uh, Doesn't sound Swedish. <laughs> no, I think it's Canadian, okay. uh, if I remember. Sorry, Nalle, if I was born there. <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, he actually said something at an exhibition in Stockholm a few years back that really stuck to me when it came to he was doing this for the uh, shows for Bordellos. And he said mm -hmm. that uh, before going on stage, he asked himself, he got a bit uh, nervous or doubted himself. And said, what, to himself, he said to himself, what right do I have to make these people laugh? Uh, who am I to come here and try to make these people have gone through terrible, terrible things uh, mm -hmm. and try to make them laugh? And Then he got on stage and the people there, the girls, they started to laugh like hell. Mm -hmm. It was just laughing, laughing, laughing. And as I said, I'm really not that funny. <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> uh, and then he realized that probably the more you've been through that is horrible, the more you have the need to laugh. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, and that really stuck to me. And I think he's very right there. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm stuck. <laughs> oh, it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you haven't been on on uh, in, on one of those missions yet. No, no. Uh, I've been thinking about it uh, years ago. It, there were long trips, uh, you know, several months, and I couldn't get time off from work. Uh, So uh, now they are doing a lot of uh, shorter tours, especially down to Greece mm -hmm. and uh, uh, refugee camps there. And I, I might go. Um, I've been thinking about it too and, too and forth. But also now here in Sweden, I understand that they are going to the refugee camps. And uh, me and my friend Morten uh, mm -hmm. is, is actually checking up on if we can yeah, do something like that in or close or yeah. in about Warburg, Halmstad, Gothenburg. Uh, I heard they are building a new refugee home in Himmle, uh, like or it's it's planned to be there. Yeah, so that would be yeah. <laughs> a first yeah. stop, which would not be that far away. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean, we have done some uh, uh, circus practices at Kulturskolan uh, in Warburg, uh, with that has had a lot of uh, immigrant children coming there, and. Uh, Yeah, it's it's fun and rewarding, and they're so appreciative uh, that something is happening because yeah. they just sit out there in the ca ca camps outside of Warburg. That's true. Yeah, I have nothing to do. So I mean, they... you can't even come to Warburg because there's no bus, no. or perhaps one bus per day or something. So yeah, yeah it's weird to put them there. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I remember that they had no way to get back, but uh, there they were a few volunteers that uh, that dro drove them back to the refugee mm. place uh, in their private cars, and that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yes. So do you do like children children's parties also? Or uh, no, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens if a, if it's a friend or okay. Uh, if, well, if the payment is right, you know. <laughs> yeah, give me give me ten G's and I'll <laughs> I'll whip up some balloons for you. Uh, Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, it's become very popular balloon animals. So oh, nice, actually, nice. what we do mostly these days are balloon animals. Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> so but, what is it? Balloon animals, uh, juggling, uh, fire, fire, and Uh, a bit, uh, a bit acting, a bit magic, uh, card oh, tricks magic and stuff. Uh, and uh, now we 
because yeah we do clowns and we do a bit more adult entertainment as well mm-hmm. no, not strip tease but uh, <laughs> yeah not maybe not suitable not that funny for kids and okay, yes. since we have been doing this i mean Gothenburg shows and uh, yeah uh fallen's dog and troll and bigger venues uh, and i have my regular job i Mm. It really doesn't hold my interest to go and do balloon animals for 15 kids that are four years old, and half of them are probably scared to death of yeah. me anyway. So, <laughs> uh, so no. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, cool. Very nice. Do you have something more to tell about the clowns? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, uh, so but we might get back to it. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but then uh, let's talk about uh, Osatro. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what do we have here? I wrote. Uh, basically, I would like to know how you ended up in in this uh, whole thing how yeah. how did it start for you basic uh, personally yeah first off i would like to say that i'm you know i am a believer and what i believe is what i believe i'm not i don't speak for anybody else who believes in us true there is no mm-hmm. there are no general guidelines more or less except for the edda the bible and but of course as with all religious texts you can if you want to interpret it uh, however you want yeah so this is my take on it and i guess some also true friends out there hello uh, you probably won't agree with me on everything i say but uh, i know that you will respect what i believe and i respect if you believe it a bit differently uh how did i end up with i uh, started with this i i, <laughs> I remember growing up uh, when we had to go to theaters or re- read religion in school that i was i, I was very much into i, I, I like the old norse religion best of all the religions and funny thing is that i also felt such a great sympathy for the god loki who is basically a bad person Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, i i thought he was kind of bullied and i still do Mm -hmm. and uh, so he's not uh, totally all bad Uh, i remember just feeling sympathy for him and, and really liking these stories and then as time passed on, you know, you don't think about it any, uh, that much. And uh, a few years back, I, I went to Iceland uh, to work as a circus instructor. It's funny how things always <laughs> kind of... Small uh, world. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I was thinking about that yesterday, that if it wasn't for circus, I wouldn't have had some of my best friends and I wouldn't be uh, an also true believer. And that's yeah. fantastic because I, somebody asked me to do a fire breathing <laughs> 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and there I became very good friend uh, friends with uh, a guy called Ellie Erlendor, mm-hmm. uh, which who you met, yeah. yeah. And um, we became really good friends uh, almost from day one or day two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as time progressed, uh, we became so close. So when it was time for him to uh, get married, mm-hmm. he wanted me to be a witness, which is essentially like... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, best man. Yeah. But in Asatru. And uh, standing there, this is uh, three years ago, almost to the day, I realized that, man, this is, this is for me. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I'm standing here at a ceremony I've never witnessed before in my life in a language I cannot understand. So was it, <laughs> but in it Icelandic? Felt, or? It was in Icelandic, okay. yeah. yeah. But it just felt so right. Uh-huh. And then after that, I started searching. Okay, I think I believe, but how do I know if I believe? And then just one day, I just got this, you know, what's it called? Uh, vision or something, you know, yeah. uh, that somebody said to me, everything is all right. And I said, and then just, yeah, got it clear in my head that, okay, 
mm. now I believe. So interesting. So what is it you believe in? Could you describe like the the basic idea yeah. of it? Uh, forces of nature. Uh, I mean, uh, I literally don't believe that when there's a thunderstorm outside that Thor is uh, <laughs> riding his carriage <laughs> and throwing Mjolnir and creating mm -hmm. lightning. Uh, I think that uh, Odin is a uh, uh, representation of lightning as of energy. Okay. So I believe in the forces of energy of nature. Uh, Freya, for example, is a goddess of fertility and I believe that uh, yeah, there's a fine line before thinking of them as physical people mm -hmm. and just forces of nature and for me it's very clear in my head but i every time i try to explain it to people i don't talk about this that much because it, it's actually a private thing i just yeah. felt like doing this <laughs> this time uh it's a very fine line and it's so hard for me it's clear in my head yeah how everything works but i guess that's for, for everyone who is religious you it's more like a feeling and it's difficult to to describe it in words yeah yeah that's why all uh, all descriptions are very like flowery and very colorful and so on yeah so yeah i guess so uh, but it's a po poloth what is it called like yeah. many gods religion po poly polyethic poly yeah i believe yeah <laughs> yeah actually uh yeah there is uh, there are uh 51 uh, deities and uh, what, what also appeals to me very much is of the, all these deities there, this, it's actually 29 goddesses women okay. and uh, 22 men Interesting. so it's uh, it's almost uh, feminine, <laughs> feministic but uh, overly feministic uh, so of course uh, the, most of the real strong uh, characters uh, they are male you have yeah. Odin of course and uh, Frey and uh, Thor but also you have Freya Mm -hmm. which is uh, a heroine to me. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, she she is uh, amorous. I mean, she sleeps with anyone she likes, and when Loki confronts her about it, she says, F shut up or I'll smack your teeth in. You have nothing to do. And I kind of like that. Man, that's, that's a thousand years ago, and we still have a hard time accepting that uh, a woman could be with several men. I mean, <laughs> it's, <Absolutely>. it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I think personally, sorry for all you Christians, that we took a giant backstep when we joined Christianity mm. because uh, uh, people say that Christi Christianity forced itself upon us but in very many districts it, it, we actually just voted it in because we, mm. we had to be Christians to uh, trade yeah, absolutely. with other yeah. countries yeah. so it was a political decision especially in Iceland it was stated that the thing yeah. now we're Christians <laughs> Is, Was it a, a king or something? Or how did it uh, In Iceland it was, a, it was more or less a vote at the Althinger Oh, okay. I hope I pronounced that right, Ellie. <laughs> um, and in 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 Norway, which basically Sweden was a part of, uh, it was uh, enforced by uh, Olaf Tryggvason. Who was? Who was the king. Okay. And uh, yeah, he m did use some force, of course, but uh, yeah. but ma mainly he asked people. Yeah, but basically back then, you as the people were the same religion as your masters were, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, and also I think uh, it's very interesting is that uh, if you're down here in south of Sweden, uh, you find uh, uh, many place names to Odin or Thor or you know Thorsby uh, stuff like that. And when you go up north, there's much more uh, uh, names like mm -hmm. for uh, Frey. 
Of course, they are acceptance. I mean, Västra Frölunda. Yeah. Frö is uh, another word for Frey. Okay. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. But So there were different kind of beliefs, different deities were um, differently important okay, uh, yeah. in various places. Yeah, absolutely. The, I mean, in Christianity, you have the same thing. So the Roman Catholics are more for, for Maria. She is really... a not a goddess but almost yeah <laughs> and uh, the protestants just say yeah that's the mother of of our jesus and that's it basically yeah yeah so uh what what there are rituals also i guess because you you mentioned the wedding yeah uh the, the, yeah but the as I understand it, there are no fixed rituals before weddings or uh, uh, baptizing and stuff like that. There are varieties within the different uh, communities in, in Nordic countries. But of course, what we all share is the blut, and uh, what where we, we sacrifice uh, uh, to the goddess. We talk to the gods uh, mm-hmm. and sac- make a sacrifice and... Uh, yeah, you can either do that in groups, which uh, has been very popular, I understand, in Gothenburg. Okay. Big uh, group. Or you can do it privately, which I do. Uh, mm-hmm. You can do it 12 times a year, or you can do it four times a year, which I do. So So what do you sacrifice? Uh, mostly uh, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it, 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 it has differed throughout the blutes I've been doing. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, beer or mead or uh, fruit, okay. uh, yeah, stuff like that. No Be- goats and stuff. No goats. No, <laughs> no goats. No blood sacrifice. And uh, actually, that, that wasn't uh, that common as people think. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know, of course. But when I read about it, and I, I think this is kind of yeah, uh, if if you have a goat or a cow that gives you milk, you, you you're not going to chop its head off and spill its blood out on the ground because <laughs> to please the gods yeah. and i don't think the gods would ask you to either <laughs> <laughs> or it, but if you're gonna eat it then yeah it, but then yeah true absolutely so it's it's a nordic uh, like religion it, yeah so this which yeah is it oh i guess it's old but but it, is it different now than it was like a thousand years ago yeah, uh, I, I think it is because, firstly, we don't know that much on how they did actually use the religion or how important it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, there are stories uh, that uh, every ninth year they sacrifice nine nine uh, entities of every living creature in Uppsala, including nine uh, humans. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's only accounted for in one text, and the text was written by a Christian. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it, it could be true, but it could also be a, a description uh, as to the savage, savage Vikings and the yeah. savage Northmen. Uh, so was it the religion of the Vikings back then, or yeah? And actually, that's that's what people mostly, I mean, think it's about. And I I, I see it like this. Uh, we were always talking about the murdering and killing and going to Valhalla, mm-hmm. uh, but the Vikings only used this religion for 200 years and was probably around for a thousand years. And we were, 
most of us were farmers. Okay. Uh, I don't believe that you have to kill somebody to go to Valhalla or die in battle. Mm. I think you have to live an honorable life. Be the best man you can be, and then you're welcome to Valhalla, but not necessarily. Uh, Freya gets mm. half the slain, it says in the text. So then you can come to her halls in Sesrumnir. And there's also some evidence that some people go to Thor's halls. And uh, so it's not just Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so what what did it, where does it say that it's there uh, like a book or something yeah uh, and i have this one here it's uh, the edda mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, this contains an uh what is called prosaic version a more readable version i see uh, which was written down by snorra sturlson can't remember the year right now. Okay, it's in Swedish. Or? This this one is in Swedish, yeah. And then in, later in, in this edition, I have it's all the original text uh, translated into Swedish, but uh, trying to use the uh, what's it called the verse, uh, the rhythm of the verses, because it's all written in verses with with ah. rules on how would the words you, should alliterate. Would you mind to read a little bit? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's in nothing Swedish, so I don't know if it's... Uh, Still, if it's rhymes, then... <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily rhyme, it's more alliteration. Okay. That the, the second, um, the second uh, syllable in the first word and mm-hmm. the second syllable in the third word are always a vowel. I Stuff see. like that. Okay. Uh, very, very... Uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of... Uh, you don't think about it at first, but when okay. you start to read about it, you think about it more and more. So, and uh, yeah, the, the most one of the most famous texts is uh, Havamal, which are basically rules on how to live your life. Okay, and uh, I love it. And what I find so fascinating about it is that uh, I think I might be wrong here, my heathen brothers and sisters, uh, that uh, there's actually only two verses in Havamal that states that you'll. That has anything to do with fighting and weaponry okay as and that is as many verses that contains that you should not drink too much alcohol <laughs> not too much okay yeah so, uh, <laughs> yeah it actually says that uh, a person that drinks is just a fool yeah i mean they are <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you drink too much exactly so, so yeah yeah and uh, so it's it's actually yeah it has not not that much to do with violence at all. It's yeah. it's basically yeah living rules on how to be a good person. Is it like those Ten Commandments, or is it more like a longer text? Uh, yeah, we there are it, it, there are a kind of like Ten Commandments. Uh, we call it the Nine Noble Virtues. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'll see. If I've written down it in English here because, I, of course, I, I know the Swedish by, by heart. But yeah. and this, these are the nine noble virtues: how to be a good person and come into uh, Valhalla or yeah, the afterlife. And it's courage, truthfulness, honor, fidelity, discipline, hospitality, industrious, industriousness, self-reliance, and uh, perseverance. And I mean, one of the most yeah, one of these keys is hospitality. Mm-hmm. You are supposed, if somebody knocks on your door, you're going to let him in, you're going to give him a roof, and you're going to give him a good meal. Mm-hmm. And when, he's, when he goes away, or she goes away, you send, you send with them a gift. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Does this happen sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> I try to live by these, uh, yeah. these nine virtues, and, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it has happened that people that I hardly know need a place to stay. And, uh, yeah. But of course, that also happened before I started believing this. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, so. absolutely. I guess uh, you already have been a person like that, and now you found something 
which lives up to your standards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, and and standards which I wish to live up to. Yeah, already before you found them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. So let's talk a bit about the demographics. So how how many people are in this religion? Uh, in Sweden. I, I think I read somewhere that it was up about uh, 3,000 people uh, okay. in different uh, kind of communities and stuff like that. Okay. But probably m- many more uh, because... Uh, Do you have yeah. com- communities or how does it work? Yeah, we have like Funsaid uh, is uh, the biggest uh, community. Uh, I can't remember how many people that's in it it's, mm. it's not many though but uh, uh, and there are a couple of others uh, other local communities or others somehow different like yeah like funsaid is uh, based on as a, a big community which is sanctioned as a uh, what's it called yeah a, a religious society by the government I see. Um, and um, then they have what we call them as a blue log uh, where different they have teams Gothenburg has one, I, I know, and Uppsala has one, and mm-hmm. Stockholm has one, and what? I think Holland has one. And that is when you're bluting, if you want to do it with other people. Uh, that's, yeah, blue team. Blue team? Blut. Ah, so B-L-O-T. like blood. B-L-O-T, yeah. So what does that mean? No, that's the sacrificial ceremony. That so you're ble- bleeding together with other people. <laughs> no, 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 not, not anymore. <laughs> but I, I guess it comes a bit from that, maybe. Okay, so so know. like uh, blood brothers or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I okay. don't know. Or or wh- how could you explain? Uh, because I I don't quite get it. <laughs> so what what is it? Or is it just just the uh, yeah, people they go, you know or they go together for the blutes and do them as a team and uh, they, what are the blutes uh, those are the prayers as i was telling you about where we a sacrifice i see it's ah, called a blute ah, yeah. okay now i get it yeah. <laughs> so but uh, for me it's very personal so when i blute i always blute alone I'm, i might be doing something uh, with the teams mm-hmm. when i get more I don't know, comfortable or whatever. But right now, I mean, it's ridiculous. I was actually up uh, yesterday and did the midsummer Mm -hmm. blute. And if you feel ridiculous, I'm standing there in the middle of the nature. I have a place I always go to and I talk to the gods. I pour uh, beer or food or whatever, eat, Mm -hmm. eat one, either drink one part, give one part to the ground. And you're basically talking to yourself and you back in your head, you somehow also think that I hope to God nobody shows up here now they kind of think i'm crazy <laughs> i mean I, i'm kind of semi-known from system Belaget, and yeah. you know they would go oh look there is the guy from system Belaget having a beer and talking to himself <laughs> i mean that's awesome <laughs> why not <laughs> so so do you know other people here in barbeck yeah actually the funniest thing was that the, as i decided the day after I got this, no, the day after I joined Funsaid, mm-hmm. uh, a guy comes in uh, and he asks me, where do you keep the mead? And uh, I said, oh, it's over here. And we went over to the mead and I, I noticed he had a hammer, a Thor's hammer, a necklace. Okay. Uh, and I said, oh, th- that's a nice hammer. And he said, oh, thanks. Yeah, that's what I'm going to use the mead for. I said, okay, so you're, uh, you're also true. And he said, yes. Uh, are you part of any community congregation and yeah. said, yes uh, i'm a member of phone say said and i 
I just joined them yesterday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> I guess uh, you work with alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, but the timing was—I mean, it was, it was really weird. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the before we started recording, you, you told me a bit about uh, the problems with racism and so on because. I guess the imaginary, so like the pictures and the the words, are reused by by some racists all over the world, basically. Yeah. So I guess people get confused about this. Yeah, I mean, it does happen now. I, I wear a hammer myself. That people ask if I am a racist, and I mean, it's ridiculous because actually, it, it's the other way around. Mm. Um, and that's also why I wanted to go on this podcast. But normally, this is a, a private thing for me. But it has become, you know, with the uh, soldiers of Odin and everything, um, ridiculously, uh, ra- uh, yeah, connected to racism, and mm-hmm. it's all wrong. I mean, of course, we have the Valhalla dying battle. Uh, for me, that is a kind of a, the what is it, seventy-two virgins that the Muslims yeah, have. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings leaders used that as a mm-hmm. way to make the people. Uh, Follow. Dare, yeah. yeah, dare to go out and fight and die. Oh, I see. Yeah. As I said, for a thousand, eight hundred other years, we were just farmers. We, so it's, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, that's of course is what Hollywood does movies about, and that's mm-hmm. of course what uh, racist groups or racist agendas uh, pursue. We were proud, skillful, tough Vikings. No, basically, mostly we were farmers. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Vikings did. Mostly trade, of course, they did brutal and horrifying things. Uh, but then again, which religion or which group of people have never done that? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Mo- most uh, most uh, groups of everything, anything, has been like that. And yeah, the Thor's hammer is. Uh, I think this is very, very uh, funny. And, and I know that there are people out there now who's going to hate me for this. But if you're a Swede and you wear a hammer and says that you're proud to be Swede. Uh, races shouldn't mix and stuff like that then you got it all wrong i mean thor is the greatest of god but he was a race mixed person okay his father was odin of course Mm -hmm. but his mother was a giantess Hmm. called jord Mm -hmm. so he was a race mixed so why would you wear the hammer as a sign that you don't like mixing of races then you're just (laughs) stupid sorry (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but that's actually how i feel about it and and, and it's the same thing with the soldier of odin crap that uh, i I read the finnish group said that uh, we believe in finland for finnish people well odin several times mixed with other races he he laid down human women he laid down giantesses He had no problem with race mixing or mi- being with other races. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's so stupid and confusing. And now that the leftist comes out and they say, if you have a Thor's hammer, then you're a racist. They mm. they kind of all, they are supposed to be the learned one, the, yeah. the, the leftist or people that are for immigration. Uh, they're supposed to be the smart one, but they're buying off the racist's uh, yeah. faulty beliefs instead of educating themselves and i think that's sad mm. i mean but i guess it's because the religion is quite small and racism is so big yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult to uh, to, to get away uh, so, so to to put it away the racism so, yeah because that's what everybody is talking about and 
not a lot of people uh, talk about the religion because it's so old yeah, and yeah. Uh, so small. Yeah. And of course, the symbols, of course, like in many other cases, uh, I mean, the Sun Cross and uh, Narcissism yes. uh, gets stolen. But uh, me as a believer, I would like to <laughs> mm. get that back. And uh, yeah, because as I said, one of the uh, uh, nine virtues is even hospitality. Mm. Absolutely. Oh. Okay, so I have here that uh, you guys have many festivals, or many, I don't know, festivals like Winter Nights, Jule, and then Siegbull, <laughs> something, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are, I think they actually are, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, uh, ah, yeah, Siegbull. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, that was the one... Uh, you did yesterday? Was no, it? I did the uh, uh, Midsummer Blute. Ah, okay. I do Midsummer Blute, uh, Yule Blute, uh, Spring Equinox Blute, and uh, Fall Equinox Blute. Uh, those are the ones that I do. Um, yeah, but they're basically uh, yeah, rituals and festivals, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how common it is that people do all these these days. Actually, the mm. funny thing is that the uh, in Havamel, I can't remember the verse right now. It actually says that it's better not to uh, bloat and talk to the to the gods. Uh, do it less frequently, mm-hmm. uh, more than more frequently. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a bad translation ever. But you should you shouldn't bother the gods if there is no need to. Okay. And uh, also, so when it comes to my uh, our, our ritual stuff, and I mean, I, I don't go down on my hands and knees and pray, uh, please, Odin, send me, or Freya, send me the most beautiful woman. I would uh, cherish you forever. I just talk to them, say thanks. I could ask for a favor, watch over my friend or mm. help uh, with this. But mostly we just show gratitude and thankfulness for being alive. And well, at least I do, as I said, they are different okay yeah, yeah. Um, but that's my interpretation yeah. that uh, you give thanks and yeah it's, it's so strange because when i go there i'm always filled with anticipation and when i after i leave the blute place i have i always go to the same place yeah. i feel so content mm-hmm. so that's that's cool. really awesome cool do you uh dress up speci- especially or uh i don't um but i do know that uh, a lot of people do uh, have kind of medieval clo- clothing or even, I mean, clothes made from wool or traditional okay. uh, what's garments or what it's called. Yeah. And very many people are drinking out of horns. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and I am going to buy a horn myself mm-hmm. uh, at one point. Actually, I have a small horn over there, which was given ah, to yeah, me yeah. by yeah. my friend uh, Alda. Hi, Alda. Uh, which I got for a birthday, which has a rune inscription of my name and birth date. Uh, but that's for... That's for spirit shots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, cool. And I am getting a horn mostly because I like the material. I mean, it's living. Uh, mm. I was talking about this. You the listeners can't see it, but uh, yeah. Gina can. Uh, this is a uh, Thor's hammer yeah. around my neck. And it's actually cut down from a whale tooth. Sanded down from a whale tooth. I mean, it's living material. Yeah. So I think it's cool. Nice. <laughs> Um, uh, but your friends like those in Iceland so so on the wedding did they dress up or uh, was uh, it a normal it was, Is, a, was it outside or was it it was outside yes okay. and uh, it was uh, they were dressed up in uh, yeah uh, traditional wedding clothes uh, the bride and groom uh, the 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 gude the priest uh, he was dressed up in a uh, cloak and stuff like yeah. that and he had this giant horn which uh, then went 
to everybody who was at the wedding had had a, if they want to could have a mm-hmm. sip from it and then offer some to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it was how big was that horn? <laughs> the, the horn was it, it was enormous. <laughs> Although he, he did actually refill it several times, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but but it, it was uh, you know uh, <laughs> yeah not a meter in length, yeah, but yeah. almost. Uh, okay, it must have been one big ass animal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did we forget something? Because I only have my stuff which I wanted to ask, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm done basically. Yeah, well, okay, um, no, not not really. Uh, I mean, uh, I think we uh, <laughs> we, we did went smoothly. How, how long has we, have we been going on? Do you have a? It's uh, fifty uh, oh, uh, fifty two minutes. Now, oh, yeah, so, so I have ten, uh, eight minutes. That I can ramble on about whatever I want. Absolutely, right? okay. yes, <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> uh, no, um, I guess what I would like to say that, especially to all you leftist people out there, uh, please read up and uh, if you can, uh, I don't, I, I don't mean attack physically, but verbally say to a person that your beliefs are all wrong and the the the. Uh, one of the evidence for this is the uh, hammer you have around the neck. Uh, mm. You have so much to gain. You can always gain more by knowledge. And don't accept this. I mean, when it came to uh, Sons of Odin, uh, we talked yeah. about this earlier, there was a, a, a writer for Expressen who uh, said as a connection to the Sons of Odin that uh, Odin only had one eye. That meant that he was narrow-minded. Mm. And he actually believed that, and mm-hmm. that was the truth. And uh, for all you people who don't know know this, is that Odin sacrificed his uh, his eye into Mimir's well to gain all the knowledge in the world. So it was it's exactly the opposite. Mm. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get that out there somewhere. So absolutely. Uh, so it's uh, yeah. Also, true is has much to do with forces of nature and loving, and not so much to do with killing and being yeah. racist or prejudiced. Of course, you can find those passengers, uh, and you can, Everywhere. if you can, uh, you can, uh, you know, uh, find those passages and you can uh, interpret it that some way. Uh, so, but I mean, for, just for an example, it comes to hospitality. Mm-hmm. I just took a book here and I just opened one page <laughs> and thought I, I was going to read one verse to you. Okay, uh, great. And uh, yeah, I, I actually just opened up at hospitality. It was by pure chance. <laughs> and it's, uh, I can, I, it, this one doesn't say which verse it is. It's one of the um, uh, early verses in Havamal. And it says, uh, the newcomer needs fire. His knees are numb. A man who has made his way over mountains needs food and fresh linen. Mm. I mean, that... That says, welcome, foreigners, don't kill them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, so uh, anything you would say? What, 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 it was super say? interesting, actually. Yeah. And you're, you're a super interesting guy because you do a lot of different things. I, I wouldn't say that most people just do one thing, but they have uh, basically they work and they children and then they <laughs> go on with their life. Yeah, or they play football or yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. soccer or something maybe more Which is common. okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I used to play the, the synthesizer myself being a musician before yeah. I kind of went into this <laughs> strange direction. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you very much. Or? Well, I, I, well I, I have a question for you. We were talking about my name earlier, Rainbow, oh, yeah. <laughs> which was, uh, of course, a, it was a short story. It's a taken name because I used to have hair. For all you people out there who don't see me, I'm bald. <laughs> but I used to have hair. And for a moment, for a while there, I had it uh, colored red and green. 
Ah. Uh, and so I got the nickname Rainbow Child. Yeah. So that's why I later on life changed my name legally to Rainbow. But Gina, <laughs> what does that come? Hey, yeah, that's uh, so. I, when I was young, <laughs> I was a DJ, or I wanted to be a DJ, basically. So I played like drum and bass and house and stuff like this. And uh, DJ Richard didn't sound like a cool name. So <laughs> it's a funny story, actually. So in 1998, I think it was, we went to the Love Parade in Berlin. And on the way to the Love Parade, it's like a six-hour journey by train or something, or even longer. So we went already at three o'clock in the morning. So we've been drinking beer and stuff on the way. And then we the train stopped at uh, in Jena, which is a city in Germany. Okay. And there's a part of the city which is called Paradis. And I thought to myself, yeah, that's a cool DJ name. So <laughs> <laughs> I just added an E and it was Jena Paradis. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And that ended up being my my internet nickname basically so outside of the internet everybody calls me richard but on the internet uh, everybody calls me gina so but is it richard or richard yeah. it's complicated yeah. so i'm born as richard yeah uh, because i'm born in poland then when we moved to germany uh, so it changed to richard and in english it's it's written like richard is richard yeah and then in sweden uh, really different stuff like <laughs> Richard, uh, Richard, uh, everything. <laughs> but but you're okay with every pronunciation of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, in the beginning, so when I moved to to Germany, I was a bit like, um, it would be good if everybody knew how it's pronounced and everything. But now after moving to different countries and everything it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically you've been moving all your life and i've just stayed put at, at one place uh, yeah. I, I feel when it comes to names because uh, i find elderly people have problem with pronouncing the word rainbow oh. so very often uh, I, I can hear an elderly person say hey hey rambo rambo <laughs> awesome <laughs> actually happens quite often like, yeah well i, I, I can not? see the confusion i mean <laughs> yeah. come on absolutely <laughs> but it's interesting that it, i i don't know anyone in poland or germany who changed their given name but here in sweden i already know like three people and i guess there are ma many many more yeah uh, why do you think it is it, just because it's e much easier than in germany uh, probably because it's much easier but also i think uh, i did this in 1996 mm -hmm. uh, and a few years later it actually more more or less became popular to do it so it's very funny because, as you mentioned, I also know several people who changed their names. Hmm. Uh, but uh, several of those uh, I had never met uh, before I t before we've changed our names. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of <laughs> funny. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, uh, it's really fun. I mean, my best friend, is his name is Single. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends. Uh, can really categorize them as <laughs> you're the best, you're the second best. Uh, uh, some friends that I think are really close, and his name is Single. And we, we didn't know each other when we changed our names. 
Interesting. You just happen to run across each other and okay. <laughs> so. That's how I know Imra. Uh, I don't know if you know her, but yeah. she was called something else. I don't even remember what what it was, because it was after she changed her name. I learned. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. I had no idea. She. I thought that was her real name. Yeah, so. I thought so too, yeah. but apparently well, not. <laughs> of course, it, it is her real name now. Now, now yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and Vlona, she was yeah. called Cecilia before. So. Yes. Does she really like that you're putting that out on the air? Yeah, it's, just, okay. <laughs> it's her second name. S- yeah, still. Yeah, so. and, and my la- for for the record now, so people stop asking me. My second name is Simon, which was my uh, first name. first name before. So yeah, because if you, uh, I was very poor back then, and if you wanted to remove your name completely, you had to pay. I can't remember if it was three thousand or seven thousand kroner. Jesus! But if you kept like it as a second name, it was free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the funniest thing was, I went up to the, the Skatteverk at the tax office where you do change this, and I, I I go in there and I said I want to change my name. Okay. Mm-hmm. She gets gets me a form. What do you want to change this to? A rainbow. Okay. She writes down rainbow. Okay. Everything done. And then she just. Not, not, not one question, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't have to show a passport or ID or anything. Oh. <laughs> so I, I, I could go in there and I, I could have changed your name. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm then, quite happy with mine. <laughs> uh, a week later, I got a form by mail, okay. you know, that I have to, uh, yeah, authorize it, you know. Okay. This is okay. But <laughs> I just went out there and said, hmm. That would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> in Germany, it's super, super difficult because you only can change it. As far as I know, you only can change it if you have used it in publications and stuff like this. So, so I've used my Gina name uh, in on 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 a vinyl because I took the photo, so I was the artist of the artwork, yeah. and I had it on on some other uh, CDs, so I could do it <laughs> but it's it's still uh, quite difficult okay oh. yeah okay so <laughs> that was fun I, yeah i think we covered everything yeah, yeah. so uh, thanks a lot no thank you this was and, nice uh, let's do this again sometime absolutely <laughs> <laughs> okay so, bye 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 <laughs>